Hey, welcome to How to Write a Novel. So, uh, I was just, uh, walking around. It's weird. So I bought this, uh, I saw this thing at one of the 7-Elevens here in Japan where, you know, like you can get really crazy, uh, Mr. Noodle type shit, you know, like just noodles where you just put in the hot water and like they can be so elaborate. You can get like, there's this one, the 7-Eleven fancy brand. It's like five different packets you got to open. It's actually like annoying. There's so many, <laughs> but it's really good when it's done. But there's this huge one that was like five dollars and it says right on it like this is over 2,000 calories like definitely the uh, implication is this is what you eat for the day this is it and I had to buy it because I'm just like what the fuck is this thing but in order to justify something that big basically I woke up at like 11 what time is it now now it's like 3 p.m. I haven't eaten at all today by the time I get home you know it'll probably be dark I'm gonna try not to eat all day, and then I'm just gonna go fucking go to town on this enormous ass thing that I bought. So I'm a little spacey, a little weird feeling, but hey, maybe that could be good. It's fun to fast sometimes, some intermittent, intermittent fasting. But alright, let's try to get my brain together. So, uh, what I was just saying last episode about how when something, if you're not working on a project every day, if you can't manage to make it a daily habit, there's a good chance that you're just putting too much weight on yourself and you should just try to break it down into smaller pieces. And I was talking about writing specifically, but I had that exact thing happen to me. So I've talked on and off on this show about this documentary I was working on, this guy Roger Swan, that I was working on for years, but again, like working on quote-unquote because I wasn't working on it every day so I would just let it drop for months and months and months so when I say I've been working on it for years I make really no really the reality is I wasn't working on it and then once I dedicated myself to working on it every day even just the tiniest little bit I finished it I finished the first draft I watched it with uh, on my friend Brad's projector so I could really see it it's like seeing it with somebody and also seeing it projected on a big wall. It's convenient. And I jotted down uh, every little thing I noticed that maybe I need to change. And at this point, that's what I'm doing. I'm just going through my notes of like every little note that I made of something I might want to change. Just fix that one little thing each day. Like it's just the tiniest little amount that I'm doing each day. But it's getting done, you know? And it's like it makes all the difference in the world. A little bit is infinitely better and more useful than nothing. Nothing is nothing. Anything is better than nothing. <laughs> so it's basically the exact same situation with the audiobook I've been working on for my first book. So my first book was nonfiction. I wrote this whole book about the video game The Last of Us and it was a great exercise to, you know, actually finish a book, to actually finish a novel instead of all these random notes and half-finished things floating around. I gave myself a more direct task, an easier task, like I broke down the idea of writing a novel. I'm like, okay, it's obviously too much for me. I eventually at some point have to admit that this isn't working, that this is too heavy a burden. So let's switch it up. Let's switch it to a nonfiction book so it can just be my free flowing thoughts more or less. It doesn't need as much structure. And additionally, the structure will be the structure of the video game. Let's just play through this video game and just write down all my thoughts about this game and how it relates to other video games I've played throughout my life and then we'll call it a book. Bing bang boom. Extremely useful, extremely helpful and uh, 
Yeah, and again, it's just like leveling up the amount of weight I could carry. Once I finish that, it's just indescribable the difference it makes to just know, to just have tucked away in the back of my head, like I've written a whole book, I did it. I turned it into an EPUB, I put it on keithcourage.com, you can go read it right now, it's free. It gave me the confidence to work on the novel I'm working on now. It's like I did it before, I've been through all the steps. It's just that it really is different, that feeling of thinking you should be able to do something and knowing with certainty that you can because you've done it before. It's a big difference. So whatever happens to that book, whatever its eventual fate, who cares? You know, the real value was just to myself to level up my own confidence in what I can do as a writer. But I did want to make an audio version of that book, put it out as a podcast, and additionally put it on YouTube with clips, because the whole thing's talking about video games, so, you know, I can just go find the clips from the video games and put those in. And, you know, just to make it more discoverable, I guess. As it is, it's just a book floating around on the internet. Like, it's very... If you search for The Last of Us, I'm not high up in the results, you know? You gotta dig pretty deep. It's very hard to promote things on the internet. It's very hard to be visible. So if I have it as a podcast that you can find, and especially as a YouTube video that people might stumble across, I just think it's a, it's a good final step for that book, to give it its last best hope of somebody noticing it, you know? But it's so much work. Just recording the audio alone, I couldn't believe how hard that was. Everything's tougher, I think, than you think it'll be. Like, I do these podcasts all the time, so I'm like, how hard could it be to read a book? But it's way different. It's a way different discipline to read something that you wrote and to try to make it sound good when you're reading it back. Way harder than I thought it would be. And then the actual editing of it is just a nightmare because it's, uh, you know, I put a fair amount of work into these dumb podcasts just to cut out little annoying noises and awkward pauses. And, you know, I try to make them listenable. But ultimately, whatever. You know, it's just a fucking ramble podcast where I really wanted this one to sound good. So the editing on the audio side is just a fucking nightmare. But I got a lot of that together, about, I don't know, three quarters of the book, more or less ready to go in an audio form. But I didn't want to start putting out episodes yet because I want to put out the YouTube versions at the same time. So now it's go find all these video clips. You know, find 200 different little video clips and put them in the timeline. It's just a lot of work, man. It's just a lot of work. I've already done a lot of work to write it. Then a shit ton of work to do the audio. Now a shit ton of work to do the video. It's like, fuck, man. I just burned out. At some point, the same thing happened. I just kind of, not quite sure when it happened. It just happened that I just wasn't working on it anymore. I just stopped. But I took my own advice, basically. I just broke it way down. And it's like, let's just really not put too much pressure on myself. One of the big ones was, I thought it was reasonable to put out one of these per month. You know, it's like these 90-minute chunks of the book. And in the recording, I'd say like, all right, see you next month for the next part or whatever. So I had it in my mind that these things needed to come out one per month. So I had to kind of get ahead of myself. I had to get two, three, four of them maybe done before I started putting any of them out to make sure I didn't fall behind, to make sure I could keep up with the one a month. And I just eventually realized like one a month is just 
too fast. It's asking too much of myself. It just ground the whole thing down to nothing because it was just too much pressure. <laughs> you know, it's just too much to ask of myself. And I mean, the greatest evidence is, again, because this is all subjective, but just that I'm not doing it. That's all the evidence that you need. If you're not doing it, it's too much pressure. It's too much weight. You just can't argue with that. If it was not too much pressure, you'd be doing it. You'd be working on it. And that's exactly what happened to me. So I realized like, all right, you know what? I'll just have to go back in and re-edit the audio a little just to take out those parts. Anytime that I specifically mention, hey, see you next month, new episode in a month, I'll just find ways to edit around that. I'll just cut that shit out. And I'll just say new episode coming whenever. You know, maybe I'll like re-record some of those parts. Because nobody cares. Nobody cares if an episode comes out at the beginning of each month or not, you know? I don't know, there's this big thing about like, oh, you should have consistency and it's important to have consistency in your shit. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't care, I can't do it. It's too much, <laughs> so fuck it. And I really don't think it matters that much. I really think any fan who falls off because you're not consistent enough wasn't really a fan anyway. They didn't really give a shit. If they really cared, they would pay enough attention to what you're doing to keep up with it. And if it's just subscribing to a YouTube channel, fuck it. You know, they'll just get the new one when it comes out. It's fine. There was no need to put this, what I thought seemed like a reasonable plan, but it just wasn't. It was just too much. And then from there, I also still ratcheted things down. It's like, let's really take this slow. Let's put no expectation on myself. Like, so for the first episode, I listened through the audio and in my little video editing program, I use Sony Vegas, I just made a little marker every time I talked about a video game. Okay, I mentioned Populous 2, I mentioned Mega Man, I mentioned whatever. Just make a little marker and there's like 200 of those little markers, just like tons of stuff. Some of them are very distinct, some of them are just, here's where I'm talking about The Last of Us, so I'll just have to find some footage, you know, to put in there because I unfortunately don't have footage of my actual playthrough. But I'll figure something out. So I got that all set. So now I just like every day, it's like literally the bare minimum. Let's just get one clip. So yeah, say I mentioned Mega Man. Let's go find someone who did a playthrough of Mega Man on YouTube. Make sure it doesn't have any especially noticeable chyrons and watermarks on it. Download that shit. Put it in the place where it's supposed to go. Find a nice little pleasing clip of Mega Man and uh, the way I've got it set up I'm also going to put down in the corner just where it came from just a little note about whose YouTube channel I stole this footage from and that's it and like that Mega Man clip today I did Mega Man and uh, Civilization and combined it's like 20 seconds of footage that was an especially small little bit but maybe I'll do more later but if I don't whatever I did that I did that much today and some days I do much more than that. It's exactly the same as with the writing. It's like some days, it's like chipping at the big rock wall. You swing your pickaxe at the big rock wall and sometimes it just tink, a little tiny pebble comes out. But sometimes there's a big rock slide. Sometimes I download a shit ton of YouTube clips and I put in five or six minutes worth of footage and I get a, a nice little chunk done. And the important thing is that I'm doing it every day again. Because again, a little bit eventually adds up. Nothing never adds up. 
Nothing times a million is nothing, you know? I could live for a million days and I would never be finished if I don't work on it every day. So yeah, I just really feel like this, uh, it's just applicable to a lot of different long-term projects. Anything that you've got to focus on for a long time, making a 90-minute YouTube video, writing a novel, whatever. Just set up your daily routine so that you're just asking yourself to do the smallest little bit, just the tiniest little bit each day. Small enough to make sure that you actually do it, that you don't have a day where you find a justification, you find a reason not to do it. If it's too big and too complicated seeming, you'll find these ways to not do it. So make it the smallest, tiniest thing, as small as it needs to be to set up a habit, to establish a routine, to work on it every day. And once you're there, once you're there swinging the pickaxe every day, it's amazing how fast it will go. It's amazing how fast you'll have results. As I'm kind of uh, digging around the internet a little more, I'm starting to see this kind of thing a little more. There's a guy, Jeff Goins in particular, I just found his writing podcast. I never really heard of him before. He's written a bunch of nonfiction books and he's got his own podcast about writing and he has very similar stuff to say and it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear a little uh, confirmation from somebody who is a successful writer that uh, basically agrees with this, that it's just important to set up a habit, establish a routine, work every day. His way of describing it is kind of like, you know, the, uh, the muse as far as writing goes, the mysterious part of it. Who knows? You know, that's out of your control. The part that's in your control is the mechanical part. The part that you have power over is to make sure that you show up every day, to make sure that if you decide every morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to write and you do it, the rest will follow suit, you know? The, the rest will just happen. As long as you're marshalling your time and enforcing the fact that you're going to work on things every day. But the one thing I don't hear often is, is this idea I've got of just making it very tiny, very small. Because he still talks about, you know, like word counts and stuff like that. And I, uh, I think that's too much. I really do. I think uh, literally any amount of pressure is too much. <laughs> you know? I really think it should just be no pressure at all. Just that you show up every day and you do a speck. You do a speck of work. That's, a, that's fine. That's enough. Just do your spec every day because inevitably it won't be a spec every day. It will grow and it will become easier to do more. But the most important thing to me, like the most important icebreaker at the front of the fucking ship is just to make sure that you are working on something every day. Because there's just, there's no middle ground for me. That's what I've found. It's like, it's not that I never got things done ever in my life, but it's just not good enough. It's just not fast enough. And the breaks are ludicrous, literally years long or, or forever. Like just, it's just not enough momentum to get things done if I don't work on them every day. It's so much easier to discipline myself to work on something every day 
than it is to discipline myself to be able to take a day off. Like it's, maybe that's a, a way to look at it, is like it's, it takes discipline to take a day off without it becoming two days off and three days off and four days off and a fucking month off and a year off. That's hard to do. It's actually easier to work every day, to make sure that you work every day. I've brought it up before, but that's one of my favorite things Gretchen Rubin said, who wrote The Happiness Project. That's why she doesn't take days off, is because then you're placing energy in that decision. Every day, you're like, is this the day I take off? And every day you gotta have that fight, and every day you gotta overcome that hurdle, where if you just decide, no, this is my life, this is what I do, this is how I'm gonna be, I'm gonna work every day. All of that decision-making goes away, all that energy that you spend on that little internal battle can get put to something else. But for me, in order to live that life, in order to ensure that every day I work on writing, Every day, I work on editing this video. I got a horror movie podcast to do with my friend Ray. Every day, I edit a little bit. I got a whole array of things that every day, I do a little bit on. And in order to keep it up, in order to establish the daily habit, it's just gotta be the littlest bit, the teeny tiniest little bit.
us to 